0: Welcome back to Commercial Connect, where we run through current top trending commercial issues. We took a break to prepare for our busy autumn term, but we're back and ready to help you boost your commercial awareness. So much has happened since we last spoke. We've had Barbenheimer, the UK political party conferences, and so much more. So let's dive in. I'm going to kick today off with one of my favourite topics as of late, Barbie. Now I wasn't big on Barbie growing up, but I was really excited for Greta Gerwig's movie and I was not disappointed. Let's jump in to our news coverage of The Pink Sensation. So, unless you were living under a rock back in July, you were likely unable to avoid the mention of the films Barbie and Oppenheimer, or Barbenheimer as the pair have become known. Their releases coincided, but rather than film fanatics choosing between the two, the films became a delightful pairing, creating what the UK Cinema Association called the most successful weekend for cinema going since 2019. Both films were a huge success across the world, especially in the US and Canada, where financial takings had made opening weekend the biggest opener of 2023 so far in that region. Greta Gerwig's Barbie took an estimated $1, $155 $155 million according to Warner Brothers, while Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer made $93.7 million. The success of both films has been a welcomed relief for cinemas, which have obviously been struggling since the pandemic. And since the release of the Barbie movie, Mattel, who's the toy company who owns Barbie, their sales have soared. They've risen by 9% compared with the same quarter in 2022, marking its first quarter of growth since last year. Year. Mattel said that it had expected the movie to provide a boost of at least 125 million, but despite its recent growth, the company hasn't changed its forecast for Christmas sales due to concerns about the economic challenges present at the moment. Our next story takes us to the Israel-Palestine conflict and its recent escalation. On the 7th of October 2023, the Palestinian militant group Hamas attacked Israel, killing 1,400 people. Since then, the Israeli military has launched numerous airstrikes against Gaza, with more than 3,000 people killed. Israel has also blocked supplies of water, food and medical resources from entering the territory and is demanding the release of Israeli hostages. More than one million people have been displaced inside Gaza, an area 41 kilometres long and 10 kilometres wide. While US President Joe Biden has confirmed that an agreement was reached with Israel to allow the movement of humanitarian aid from Egypt into Gaza, Israel has said it will not allow any aid to pass through its own territory until hostages taken by Hamas are released according to the BBC. Meanwhile, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak also made the trip to Israel to meet with their Prime Minister. Most recently, the Israeli military group has said 224 hostages are being held in Gaza by Hamas, the Palestinian militant group. Most recently, the Israeli military group has said 224 hostages are being held in Gaza by Hamas, the Palestinian militant group. An American mother and daughter are among four hostages who've been released. As of the 26th of October 2023, at least 7,000 people in Gaza have been killed since Israeli airstrikes began. In the Gaza Strip, hospitals are taking only emergency cases due to a lack of fuel. At the time of writing, the World Health Organization had published a list of medical supplies waiting to cross the border into Egypt, which include surgical equipment for 3,700 trauma patients, basic and essential health services for 110,000 people and medical equipment for 20,000 patients suffering from chronic diseases. Aid agencies commented that at least 100 truckloads of aid are needed each day but only 74 trucks at the time of writing have entered Gaza since Israel declared a complete siege on the territory. And now a short message from our podcast sponsor the University of Law. The University of Law offers a range of undergraduate and postgraduate legal training and master's degrees designed by qualified experts to help students advance at any stage of their career. Their courses are employment focused, honing key skills in a teaching environment based on real legal practice. Part-time and online study options are also available on many courses to help students work and study at the same time. Find out more about studying at the University of Law with the link in the podcast description. Moving on now to politics a bit closer to home. October has been an exciting month in the political sphere with the UK's annual party conferences taking place. The Conservative Party Conference, which was held in the first week of October, saw the cancellation of HS2, education, rise to the top of Rishi Sunak's priorities and stirs of mutiny among party members as the attendance of Nigel Farage and Liz Truss supporters became causes for concern. One of the biggest takeaways from the Conservative Party conference is arguably Sunak's desire to be seen as the change candidate, and he embedded this idea in three ways. The first, he mentioned the word change 30 times in his speech. Second, he condemned the past 30 years of politics as a failure, slating all previous prime ministers, including five conservative prime ministers, up until Thatcher. And finally, he laid out a plan to ban smoking for the next generation, arguably already outlining a career legacy for himself. The Labour Party conference left a sparkle in all our eyes, but not because of transformative policy ideas. Instead, it's because as Labour Party leader Keir Starmer began his speech, he was doused in glitter by a protester. After this eventful start, Starmer laid out the party's five missions, which are getting Britain building again, switching on Great British Energy, getting the NHS back on its feet, recruiting more police officers and tearing down the barriers to opportunity starmer also addressed issues such as the class ceiling and the importance of scotland in the next general election he also cemented the idea that he's ready to fight back against the conservatives stating trust me wherever you think the line is they've already got plans to cross it Let's cover some tech now and discuss Ofcom's investigation into Amazon and Microsoft. Ofcom is investigating Amazon and Microsoft following concerns that the companies are dominating the cloud computing market. The two companies make up 70-80% to of the UK sector, with Ofcom fearing that a lack of competition makes it hard for businesses to swap providers. Cloud computing is how people store data, stream and use software remotely. One of Ofcom's Concerns is a potential for software to vary in price depending on compatibility with cloud platforms and, therefore, a lack of competition giving two companies too much control over the software chosen. Nikki Stewart, head of ICT at the Cabinet Office, said all credit to Ofcom for addressing the anti-competitive issues such as data egress fees, technical and commercial lock-ins that have damaged and distorted the UK's growing cloud infrastructure market for too long. In response, Amazon claims that Ofcom has misunderstood the sector because only a small percentage of IT spend is in the cloud and customers can meet their IT needs for any combination of on-premises hardware and software. We're going to finish off on something fun. If you grew up in the early 2000s, you may have been a fan of a singer behind hits such as I Kissed a Girl. Well, she's made a big sale, so listen up. Our final story, of course, brings us on to dark horse Katy Perry, who sold a significant portion of her music rights to Limitus Music in a deal that's guaranteed to make both parties smile. Limitus has been sold full ownership of Perry's master royalty income and publishing rights, meaning it'll unconditionally own Five of her albums, including One of the Boys, Teenage Dream, and Prism. Dan McCarroll, co-founder and chief creative at Limitus, expressed his excitement to be working with the California girl, labeling her a creative visionary. Limitus Bosses ensured this deal which industry sources estimate is worth $225 million, isn't the one that got away, as it marks the biggest catalogue deal with a single artist this year. We see fireworks between this pairing already. And if you think you've caught every in that last story head to our instagram and comment underneath this episode's post naming each one the first person to guess them all correctly will win a copy of a law student's guide to commercial awareness that's it from me i hope you enjoyed the episode if you did please remember to hit subscribe and until next time goodbye